Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass all right everyone i'd like to welcome you to thursday night of the rowdy maglite show and guys we're going to bring on our first guest tonight driver for venturini motorsports landon penderton welcome to the rowdy maglite show landon Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think we've had a pretty good start to the season, and I'm looking forward to the next couple of races. Uh, Landon, how many races are you going to be? What's, what's your plan for the rest of the year? So we have three ARCA National Series races, and at the end of the year we're going to be running the, the, West, the West Series finale race at uh, Phoenix. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of learning, but I'm uh, looking forward to putting some good results out. Well, you go from Elko to Phoenix. That's a big difference in a track. What's it, what was it like racing at Elko? Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, it, it's just like any short track here in Virginia where I'm from. Um, I race late model stocks here in Virginia. Um, all of our tracks are 3.8, So, you know, it's very similar to Elko, but uh, Elko is a little bit different racetrack. It's very tight racing. And, um, it was a lot of fun racing with the Arkham National Series there. Um, I'm looking forward to more short track racing soon in the future. So, uh, Landon, last year you was able to bring home a, the uh, clock from Martinsville. What was that like, Landon? That's pretty incredible for a young man yeah. your age. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I, it was definitely an unbelievable moment for me in my lifetime. Um, it's definitely going to be probably one of my biggest wins for sure. Um, that's that's the top dog in the late model stock series. Um, it was a lot of tough competition, and um we were able to actually go ahead and have a good finish. We, you know, we won, of course, but we were able to pull away from some of the best in the nation there. What was it? What was your feelings when you pulled into to uh, victory lane on that, knowing the prestige of being able to kiss that clock? Um, you know, at that point, I really didn't. I really hadn't known what I had actually done. Um, I was very overwhelmed at the same time very very excited because there was a lot of people there and um it was just a very very special moment that it's probably going to be one that always sits in my heart because that was really my only that was my second win last year in the late model stock and my very first year in late model stock um it, it was definitely one that i'll never forget well to transition over to the arkham menard series uh what's it like to go into to the Venturini shop and uh, see the arsenal that they've got to race with? Um, you know, it's a lot different than the late model stock. It's a lot more professional racing. Um, I'm supplied with good equipment every time I go to the racetrack with those guys. Um, top-notch stuff. Um, it, it, I know it's, when we unload, it's going to be pretty competitive. That's, um, it's always a good thing when you know you can come to the racetrack and have a good car under you. So, uh, Landon, kind of, kind of what – give you the favor to be a, a race car driver um so it's always really been in my blood uh, my dad started racing back in the early 2000s and um i was born in 05 and i just grew up watching him um i've always had that edge to go out there and race and 
get down with some of the best and you know it just it's very special for me knowing that my dad raced and being able to carry on the legacy um it's very special Hey, Landon, you have Kyle here. My first question for you is, uh, what was it like winning the uh, the Valley Star Credit Union 300 last year? Um, it was very, very cool. Um, knowing that we could bring home the clock, um, I, that was really on the top of my list from when I very first started racing was to try and go and win at Martinsville and get the clock. Um, winning the first time is very, very um, – it was very unexpected, to say the least. Um, I didn't think we were going to win the thing, but I, I knew we, you know, we could – go and try and make the race and learn. But um, winning on the first time was very, very special. My second question for you is, is there any difference between the late model and the ARCA stock car, or is there anything that you've seen so far um, now that you've been in both vehicles? Um, the ARCA cars are a little bit heavier, and they've got a little bit more power. Um, you know, they're they're actually fairly similar. Uh, just the late models are a little bit lighter than the ARCA cars, and um it, it, I feel like I transitioned very well from the late model stock to the ARCA car, which is um, hopefully will help me on the bigger tracks also. Hey, uh, Landon, let's let's talk about the guys that kind of help you go around it each mm-hmm. each uh, week and race that you go to. Um, I, everyone at Pimbleton Forest Park, that's my whole family. Uh, I can't do it without them. Um, Toyota Racing, obviously, they, um, they've took me under their wing. I'm looking forward to representing them at the best level that I can. And, um, Williams Blog, and they, uh, they've came on board. The big family friend of ours that, um, that's in the business with us together. And, um, we're looking for, I'm looking forward to representing them at the best I can also. And, um, I just can't thank all those guys enough of Venturini Motorsports for giving me fast cars and good equipment to go out and run well. Well, I'm telling you, you're in good hands there, Landon. Let's talk about where they can follow you for the rest of the season on Alka Menards and your other racing adventures. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the ARCA races that I have this year, and um, hopefully we can bring home some positive finishes. And um, Hopefully, you know, it transfers over to the late model side of things, too, where hopefully I can get some good finishes there, too, and a couple wins. Okay, Landon, tell them where they can follow you on social media. So they can follow me at Landon Pimbleton Zero uh, on Twitter and Facebook. And on Instagram, they can follow me on at Landon Pimbleton Zero, too. So um, everyone just, uh, that's how you can keep up with me, and uh looking forward to racing some more. Landon, thanks for spending some time with us. Looking forward to seeing you race soon. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Landon. Yep, thank you. All right, Kyle. Landon Pimpton. Uh Landon's going to do, the, well, he's been at Elko and then the transition over to Phoenix in his last race. That's a Pretty cool thing. I, I think he's also got the Milwaukee Mile and Toledo in that schedule. Yeah, I know he has a couple of races, but, uh, you know, third at Elko in his debut and, uh, you know, getting a few more races with Henry Motorsports, not too shabby. And, uh, Rowdy, I know we don't have an ARCA race this week. We do have an ARCA West race in Irwindale this week, but uh, the ARCA Menards Main Series will be racing at Mid-Ohio next weekend. So that's what's going on. 
Well, Kyle, we, uh, venture off to Road America. Uh, was there last year, but uh, it's not. It wasn't on the schedule this year. So uh, it is a great place to watch a race. I'm telling you, if if you can go to Road America, you need to go and check it out. You know, I heard one of the drivers talk about it, and I seen it. I didn't get a picture of it. I tried, and it didn't. It was kind of blurry. But people in trees and down in the little trails, sitting with their chairs up in the middle of nowhere, in the woods, and you could tell it had happened before because you could see where an old rusty beer can or a coke can had been. And hadn't completely rusted up, but it is a really, really neat, neat track. And Chase Elliott brought that one. To, actually, he burnt it down the tires. He had the he had one heck of a hard time getting back into victory lane with a car. So, uh, Kyle, we're gonna we're gonna listen to. Uh, a little thing on Kyle Bush. We hadn't got to play, and I wanted to play it before we went much farther. And I want to thank Landon and uh, Venturini Motorsports for making that possible to have Landon on the show tonight. Looking forward to uh, seeing Landon at a race soon. Cup Series, we will have the top 10 in points after practice. We've now been joined by Kyle Bush, driver of number 18. Toyota for Joe Gibbs Racing. Kyle, thanks for joining us. We will start with questions for Kyle. If you have one, raise your hand. We'll get to as many as we can, and we'll start with Mark. Thank you, Mark Darrell, PRN. Uh, Kyle, two-parter on last night. First off, how was it like to be on a big screen and watching everything play out, and two, people cheering for you in the theater? Yeah, it was a unique experience for sure. You know, really exciting opportunity to uh, have that chance to uh, showcase my career and everything of what it's been uh, from the very beginning till I guess up to 2019. So um, was good. You know, great reception, uh, positive feedback from a lot of folks, and uh, most of those that you know had come up to me through the after party and would say they've never been to a NASCAR race, but just uh, seeing that you know makes them kind of want to see what NASCAR is all about, and um, you know they thought it was a, a good show to portray what um, you know what my career has been like uh, thus far. Any thought on the end of the Adam Sandler question that I asked you last night? Who would play me? Yeah, who would play you? Tyson Winter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, honestly. Um, I, no, I haven't given that any thought, so sorry. I'll be back at it again someday. All right. All right. And my other question is, you're, you're sort of creeped up the, the standings and the points. You, you're within striking distance, number one. How important would it be for you to win a regular season championship? Yeah, I think that would be important. I mean, obviously the bonus points that come along with it is the number one priority there. So uh, you want to win races, you want to get those bonus points, you want to win stages, get those bonus points, all of that to um, just allow yourself an easier time, let's say, through the playoffs. Um, so, you know, having that goal right there, you know, we've got to be careful with it because you can't overextend yourself trying to race for a win uh, gateway and get yourself crashed out in, um, and not get points. Um, you know, to, to, we're so close with it, you know, we, I feel like you look back at Coda, big missed opportunity, running third on the last lap, finishing 33rd, um, you know, 
Sonoma, we just all completely missed it, but running horrible, not getting very many points on that day. So, you know, there's, there's some definitely more opportunities than that, too, that we've thrown away that I wish we had back, and uh, we'd be either the leader or much closer. All right, we're going to go to Bob and then Chris, and then we'll make our way in the back. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. Uh, how would you assess the Martinsville test earlier this week, and do you feel like any progress was made as far as the ability to pass on that track? So the um, uh, dirt, Bristol dirt arrow kit, let's call it, the, the bottom pan area, um, I felt like was a, a net positive. Um, we were able to get into a traffic setting uh, situation where we started a race and we kind of run around each other a little bit. The two car was a little better than us at that point, so he was able to get by me, but when I could follow him, I followed, like he was on my bumper following me, I got on his bumper following him, um, he drove away just due to the fact that he was a little bit better than us at that point in the test, but um, I felt like that was a net positive. Um, I don't feel like any of the, the tires were any better. Um, there was a couple, there was a softer set of lefts and a softer set of rights that were a, a grippier, better tire that you could go faster on, um, but there was no fall off. There was no wear. Um, and so with the control tire that we had, we would have some fall off, but you could kind of recover your fall off if you just took it easy for a couple laps and let them cool back down and then re-attacked and re-went. So they're falling off more due to heat than they're falling off due to wear. So um, I, I think we missed on the tire selection that, that we had there. We didn't gain anything on the tire. All right, we're going to go to Chris here in the middle. <clears throat> Daniel was in here a little earlier talking about just the next-gen cars in general, and I'm curious for this specific track, from what you learned last year, is it almost a completely different race with the new cars, or what, what's your opinion on that? Um, no, I feel like last year's race will lend itself into a little bit of this year. Uh, I say that because the track really widened out nicely, and this car does not like to trail another car and follow, so you're going to need options. You're going to need different grooves that you can go run in. So uh, with last year's race really widening the track, hopefully, uh, hopefully the same thing will happen this time around. Cool. You feel like you have a good a good handle on what this track did from last year? Um, yes and no. Um, you know, with this car, with the mile and a half that we've been to this year, the Gibbs guys, us, we've been we've been fast. We've shown good speed. Um, but at some of the flatter, shorter track, uh, we haven't shown great speed. I would say besides Gateway was a was a good offsetter for us. So um, it just kind of depends on what this place ends up racing like, a mile and a half or a short track. So we'll find out here. About an hour. The last question is, we saw the reception here last year for the first time back at the Speedway. Do you expect a similar reception this year from everyone? I, yeah, I mean, as far as the crowd count, I would hope so. You know, I would like to think that having a race in a market once per year is the optimum, opportune time for people to come out and enjoy a race and have a great weekend. The campgrounds, from what I saw driving in, look decent. So um, I would like to think that uh, they all turn out. And if they do, that's great. I think that goes to just prove the point that, um, you know, many of these places only need one date, that they can make it successful off of that. All right. Our next session will go to, we'll go Peter, Nate, and Lee. Go ahead, Peter. Peter Stroud at TSA Sports. Kyle, with Nashville being your 100th Xfinity win last year, how closely do you follow Xfinity now that you're no longer in it, and do you miss it at all? I follow it zero. No idea what's going on there. Besides Ty Gibbs, I guess. That's it. So... 
And then with M&M's leaving next year, how special was it to have them on board for the 100th win? Yeah, I mean, it was a great opportunity for them to just kind of help me finish out my Xfinity Series career with, um, you know, with being able to get that 100th win. And then it was really funny that we were able to uh, go for that little bit extra of getting the 102nd win at Atlanta in the extra gum car. So, um, you know, that was that was pretty cool that they played uh, they played into the words a little bit on that one. So um, it was fun, you know, enjoyed having them on board for, um, you know, I think it was last year and the year before a few races. So it was good. All right. Nate, go ahead. Nate Ryan, NBC Sports. Hey, Kyle, go back to Sonoma. Uh, you said everybody just kind of missed it. Um, how did Gibbs miss it or Toyota just miss it in general? And was that a surprise given how well you, you were just saying you guys ran well at Coda but seemed to take a step back? Yeah, I mean, we struggled at Coda as well, too, um, to be honest, with raw speed and, and being able to be good there. Um, you know, in the early stage of the race, I think we were running eighth. We were fading. I got spun out by Chase Elliott while running 12th. You know what I mean? So we weren't great uh, at Coda either, but we were able to get through some of the restarts and get positions on guys to get ourselves up front. Uh, Christopher, I think, was third or fourth. I was right with him on the last lap there. Um, and so, you know, felt like with everything that kind of ensued on the last lap, we would have had a shot to run in the top two or three for sure. But um, I would say both road course events so far this year were not our strong suit. And why we missed it, I don't know. If I, if I could answer that, I we wouldn't struggle. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have been bad. Um, but talking to Martin Truex, who tested for us at the Glen, certainly not looking forward to going to the Glen either. They weren't very fast there. Is it just kind of a function of the new car that, I mean, Toyota's ran really well, it seemed like, at Kansas, Charlotte, Gateway, and then just fall flat on your face at Sonoma. We've seen it, like, you know, Penske was terrible at Dover, and then they won Darlington. Is that, is that just kind of the way this new car is? It's just having that impact of up and down? A little bit, yeah. I mean, I would argue, too, that, you know, the Penske guys weren't great at Kansas. Um, but like you said, they've been super strong at the flatter track. They're really fast at Martinsville, Phoenix. Um, they've been good. They were good at Gateway as well, too. They qualified really strong. So there are packages, it seems, that these teams or organizations kind of have that they're good at these particular tracks. And so um, I think as we all continue to learn and grow, like the, the good teams will be the good teams everywhere. Um, but, you know, it is kind of patchy right now with just getting uh, an understanding built around this car. Okay. Peter, or please go ahead. I can tell how excited you are talking about road courses, but I'm going to ask about next week's uh, Road America race and how hard is it to recover if you miss a corner on one of the turns at Road America? Um, the big straightaway corners, it's important. Yeah. Like, um, you know, missing, missing turn three, I think it's called. And then going down the long back there, that's, that's important. That's a big deal. Obviously the last corner, I think it's 13 or 14 coming up the long front straightaway. So, um, those can be detrimental to lap time for sure. Cause you're just losing time by the distance in which it takes to get up to speed. So you really want to be strong on those turns. So, and then we go back to Atlanta and, you know, putting together a notebook on this new car, I mean, that's the first place you're finally going to have anything to look back on. Do you expect to improve on your performance once you get there? I felt like we were one of the stronger cars there earlier this year. We just didn't get to showcase it, you know. We got up behind Austin Dillon early in the race. He got loose and spun out and we wrecked. So, um, you know, we had a little bit of an issue there at the start of the race just being too loose balance-wise. But... I felt like we would have been able to work on that as the day progressed and gotten better with it. So, um, you know, a couple of our teammates were up there towards the end of the race. Christopher got 
penalized uh, for finishing second. Um, I think Bubba was up real tight, real close, had a shot for the win, crashed on the last lap. So, I mean, it's a speedway race. It's going to happen. Um, but you'd like to be in a position at least all the way to the end. Thank you. All right, Jordan, go ahead. Jordan Bianchi, The Athletic. You, you talked about, like, patchiness of not, you know, inconsistency being good here or wherever. Um, with the playoffs, do you try to focus in on a certain type of track right now? Like, when you look at Phoenix, that's the championship. Martinsville is the second-to-last race. And say, hey, we need to re- flat tracks or where we need to be good at, or is it just let's try to get good everywhere? Well, yeah, I mean, anywhere there's an opportunity to test, you, you want to work on your car and make it better, right? So, like, I got selected to do Martinsville. Hopefully we learned something, got a little bit better. I felt like the first day we were a little behind the two-car. The second day we were equal to the two-car, um, which is a positive. You know, I felt like we made gains there. Um, and then, yeah, that's the second last race of the year. And then, of course, Gateway, you'd like to think, okay, we were better at Gateway. That'll hopefully show that we're better at Phoenix when we go there. But I think another test of that will be Loudon. So, you know, we're, we're still – you do work from the back of the season forward, obviously, you know, the most important race being the last one and trying to figure out what it takes to get, uh, to, get to that championship race while being eligible isn't very important. All right, we'll take one final question here from – Reed, go ahead. Uh, Reed Spencer from NASCAR Wire. Um, were you at North Wilkesboro for the filming of the Aliens commercial with Kurt? Yeah, I was in it. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, th- th- you say you were at North Wilkesboro. I just yeah. wanted to know. Um, it wasn't photoshopped. That was real. Had, had you ever been there before? There, there was a real alien abduction, too. <laughs> I saw it was that. real. Yes, I saw it. Yeah. What was the question? Was had, I there Had you before? ever been there before? No, I'd never been inside the racetrack before. That was my first time inside. What was your impression of the place, and, and do you think it, it, you know, it, it's going to eventually maybe make a comeback? I, yeah, I mean, so I've only ever really driven by it, so that was my first time in it. Um, it's obviously got some age on it, you know, a bunch of the amenities and everything are quite run down. Um, they are quite proud of the fact that the lift still works, though, the victory lane lift, um, which is cool. Um, but, you know, to, to give that thing a facelift, to get it back ready to go, I mean, it, it, it can get it. Any place can get it. This place got it. You know what I mean? And it can be successful, and it can turn into something nice. So um, I'm looking forward to it. If they, if they put something there, I think it would be sweet. Um, I know from my understanding, anyways, I know Dale's looking forward to running a, a late model stock race if he can. And so, um, you know, it would be nice to see that place come back to life. And whether it's an all-star race or a truck race or Xfinity, whatever, um, you know, I, I think that we can make something happen there for sure. Yep. All right, Kyle, thank you for your time. We really appreciate yep. it. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks. From one Kyle to another Kyle, man, that would be so sweet to see that go back to uh, to at least a truck race. And to know that they're going to have late models there on asphalt and dirt this year, Kyle, means a whole lot. And you being a dirt guy. So uh, Kyle was at Port Royal last night, and uh, he was able to uh, talk to Brett Marks in the pits. And Kyle actually got several interviews in the pit so uh we're waiting on kind of waiting on kyle he's he's kind of doing double duty tonight multitasking and guys uh just to know get back to uh 
knowing that they're fixing to actually get back to Wilkesburg again for the Austin seat. Really, uh, Dale Jr. and everyone else has been part of it, but you really seen the, the effort go forward when Dale got behind it. And uh, it doesn't matter who was behind it, that we're all behind it now. That wasn't on my bucket list, but you never know. Kyle, let's talk about Brett Marks last night at Port Royal. Yeah, Rowdy, Brett Marks got the lead, uh, started second, um, got the lead from Anthony Macri, let every lap, and uh, had to fend off Kyle Larson and Anthony Macri, who both broke in the feature. So um, got, got to get him and also second place finishing Mike Wagner at the end of the night. So that's what happened. Well, let's listen to uh, your interview last night. Kyle Knight with Rowdy Maglay Racing Media here with the winner here on night six of PA Speed Week. Brent Marks, uh, your first win here this year. Uh, I, I bet you feel relieved after that. Uh, I know you've been traveling everywhere this year and you've been picking and choosing what races you've been doing. Yeah, for sure. You know, we just uh, had a really good car all night long and it was just a good solid night. So we. Uh, been working hard on bettering our program here at Port Royal. We uh, we're always seem to be in the hunt, but just can't quite get the win. So uh, tonight felt really good. Yeah, how how were track conditions tonight? I, I felt like track track was great tonight. You had a bottom, a middle, and a top, and it took a little while to clean the top off there for it to come in. But once it did, you know our car just was working really well out there. Talk a little bit about your Knoxville run there. I know you and Anthony Macri went out there. Um, how was that? I know you won Friday night. Uh, I mean, how was that? You know, getting maybe the tune-up to the Nationals here next month. Yeah, no, it, was a, it was a really good trip and. Uh, um, we learned a lot and, and obviously got that win, so that that was really special to me. You know, I've been, you know, trying for many years there to, to get a win, and we finally got one, and that just felt really good. Now with Aunt, with Macri having a bad night, um, I mean, are you thinking about points at all? I mean, what, what's your mentality with that? Yeah, I mean, we we want to, you know, we want definitely want to win the, the championship, so that's, that's our goal. You know, obviously we're here to win races, but we definitely really want a speed league title, so we're gonna keep bugging away and and uh, try to get it. All right, Kyle, what was that really like? Yeah, Brett Marks, uh, you know, that was his first one at Port Royal this season. Um, you know, he's been close a few times, but just couldn't seal the deal. Um, you know, we all thought Anthony Maffrey was going to win. He started on the pole, but unfortunately he was running third and he broke. Uh, Kyle Larson was running as high as second, and then he had a tire go down and then he broke. And uh, just a lot of, a lot of attrition. Uh, Christopher Bell was kind of a non-factor all night. Um, ran, you know, he ran okay. Um, ran second in his heat race, but uh, other than that, uh, you know, the NASCAR guys were pretty quiet. Um, you know, they weren't really. I mean, I mean, Larson was up there, but he wasn't a a factor. After once that happened, once he broke, that was the end of his night. And the same thing with Macri, who actually Rowdy did not the engine did not blow up once, but twice, also in the 360 sprint. So, um, just a rough night for the concrete kid. And uh, yeah. Um, the Wagners, Mike Wagner and Logan Wagner, they had a great battle for second and third toward the end of that race. You know, Logan Wagner's won the last four titles at Port Royal Speedway. And uh, Mike Wagner had a really good run, and I actually got to talk to him after the race as well. Um, really good story. Um, you know, finishing second. You know, he won his heat race. He was fast. And, uh, you know, even got around Kyle Larson and his son at one point. So I thought that was really interesting. And um, just it was an interesting night, Rowdy. Uh, good night at Port Royal. Uh, 30 laps. And uh, Brett Marks is now the points leader. Uh, took it away from Anthony Macri with that win. You know, with Macri's bad night, Brett Marks takes the points lead. So 
Um, Brett Marks, you know, he's been in Knoxville lately, you know, running with the Outlaws, kind of been picking and choosing his own races, but, uh, you know, he's been winning a lot. So, um, like I said, Rowdy, able to get the second-place guy as well, and we could probably play that one as well. All right, let's go right there with you, Kyle. Kyle Mag to the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with the second-place finisher in tonight's PA Speed Week race here at Port Royal. Mike Wagner, uh, you looked really good out there tonight. Uh, I know you won your heat race, and then uh, you're able you're able to get around your son and Larson uh, tonight, it seemed like. Yeah, I mean, we were pretty decent all night. We timed in good, and then you got to start up front, which we did, and uh, uh, went backwards a little bit there in the feature, and then got going forward. I just prayed we'd have a good finish, and it ended up working out pretty good. Of course, I think Larson was getting the tire going low, but he's always tough. But there was a heck of a field here, so yeah, to finish second here, we did pretty good tonight. Is there is there any rivalry between you and your son at all? I mean, is there, is there bragging rights out there? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know, I know he wants to beat me pretty bad every time. I mean, if I if I don't win, I'd rather him win. So um. I, I don't really think there's much of a robbery. Not for me, anyway. Maybe for him. So. Yeah, are we going to see in any more PA Speed Week races coming up? Yeah, I mean, we'll be, uh, the rest of the week, we may not run Stevensburg. We're going to Hagerstown and Williamsburg and back here at Port Royal and Terry Nation. I'm not sure about Sunday night, but it's the how things go. I know you run here a lot. I mean, is this your favorite, or is Williams Grove your favorite? I mean, what's your favorite racetrack? I, I probably like Port Royal here. It's one of my better favorite racetracks in the country. So why, why is that? I don't know. I mean, uh, we just run here a good bit, and I like uh, well, the facility's got a lot better in the last 10 or 15 years. Um, I like Eldora. I like that racetrack, how it runs, and uh, I like Path Valley sometimes, too. So. All right, Kyle, man. Awesome job. And, Kyle, you... you and I also I just want to say thank you to, to Dino Alberto and the Eastern Motorsport Press Association for letting me come to the uh, Grandview PA Speed Week race on Tuesday, June 28th. I also want to say that as well. Well, Kyle, hey, I want to be able to hopefully when I get up there to Port Royal for the first time, we just hit night after night after night somewhere different. I think that's what it's important when you do come to Pennsylvania, Rowdy, uh, to get you to go to, you know, to Williams Grove and Port Royal and maybe some other tracks, you know, we're still working on it, but, uh, yeah, um, you know, I know you're, you're looking forward to your first visit to Port Royal on Wednesday, July 20th, and, uh, you know, the World Outlaws will be in 10,000 10, to win. I expect Larson to be there. I expect Bell to be there. Um, you know, they show up for these big shows, and especially with it being Pocono week. Um, you know, the Summer Nationals at Williams Grove, 10,000 to win Friday night, July 22nd. Saturday night, July 23rd, 20,000 to win. So a lot of money on the line. And, uh, you know, we just don't have Pocono. We got Williams Grove. We got Port Royal. Um, maybe some other dirt tracks. We'll see. But, uh, you know, looking forward to your visit here next month. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we're tomorrow's July already. Um, you know, there's four Speed Week races left for PA Speed Week. Hagerstown Speedway tonight, Thursday night. Uh, the Mitch Smith Memorial at Williams Grove Speedway, 15,000 to win on, on Friday night. The, Hod, the Greg Hodnett uh, Memorial Race at uh, Port Royal Speedway on Saturday, uh, 10,000 to win. I guarantee that's going to be that place going to be packed. And then the, the Sunday, July 3rd for the PHP Week finale at Seals Grove Speedway, $10,099 to win and uh, kind of champ for the week. So uh, that's kind of what's going on here in PA. Uh, you know, um, after that, you know, we had the Super Dirt Car Series coming to Bloomsburg Fair Raceway on Wednesday, July 13th. Looking forward to going to that one. Uh, I know Big Diamond's also going to have the Super Dirt Car Series on Tuesday, July 12th. 
Um, so big show is coming back on back-to-back days. And, uh, you know, um, we got to see our, our good friend Dino Alberto Tuesday night at Grandview Speedway, a little gathering for the EMPA. And uh, Rico Avery came out with the win. Um, Anthony Macri second, Brett Marks third, Danny Dietrich fourth, and Christopher Bell fifth. Uh, Kyle Larson, um, you know, his week, you know, finished second at Lincoln to Brent Marks. He broke an axle on Tuesday night at Grandview and then uh, broke again uh, at Port Royal Wednesday night. So, uh, Rowdy, the way the way Kyle Larson was running his heat race, I mean, we all thought he, he had it in the bag, but uh, just broke. Um, you know, Brent Marks is always tough, you know, especially when you're up against him. And, uh, yeah, uh, still got another show tonight. Larson in before he heads to Road America. And then uh, – yeah, um, I know he'll be 10 straight days in the car, and then uh, we'll, be in, we'll be in July 4th. So we got Road America coming up, and you know we got a lot of road course, right, a lot of road courses here in the next few weeks. So Kyle, uh, we're not going to do a Monday night show. We're going to be a, doing a Tuesday night show. Let's talk about our guest for Tuesday night. Sure, Rowdy. We have Jeff Ulrich from Seals Grove Speedway calling in at 710 uh, to discuss this, the PA Speed Week finale, kind of his thoughts on how it went. And then uh, we'll have uh, somebody I've been trying to get on for a while, Rowdy, as Connor Mosack. He will be on the show at 730 Eastern and uh, talk about uh, his his uh, his Xfinity debut at Portland, how that went, you know, how the Arkham and Art Series has gone for him in both East-West and the main series. And I'm looking forward to having him on. Um, you know, running part-time for Brent Holmes in the Arkham and Art Series. Uh, ran that, that rain race at Portland for Arca West. So um, just a lot of things that's been going on for him. And I'm uh, really looking forward. I, I want to say thank you to Rod Wortham uh, for helping us set that up. Um, I know he's, he's going to try and promote it. And uh, just, you know, it's good to have, you know, people help us out. Um, so uh, it's good, uh, Rowdy. It's good thing. good things are going, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Kyle, I want to thank uh, Landon for being part, Pimbleton for being part of the show tonight. And uh, Kyle, as always, you going out last night, you're lucky and blessed enough to be able to go to Port Royal. You know, any night you're at a racetrack, it's a good night to hang out with a bunch of people who want to be with winners. So Rowdy, I have I have the photo I have all the photos from the camera. Uh, unfortunately, the plug broke today, um, so I need to, I need to find a USB connector for that. So just be patient with the photos. I will get them up on the site. Um, you know, so uh, you know I know there's another Port Royal race coming up on Saturday, but you know we'll, we'll be good. So uh, just just so you know, I've, I I did get into the pits of Grandview. Um, the other night, so uh, if you go on the website, check it out, the photos I shot in the pits. So that was cool. And then, uh, yeah, um, you know, that's it for me for PA Speed Week. Uh, my work schedule's changed, unfortunately, so I uh, can't make Seals Grove Sunday night. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try and get there at some point. Looking forward to having Jeff on the show Tuesday night. Uh, he's done a few other shows before. He's been around a while. I'm really looking forward to hearing his knowledge and, uh, you know, um, just, you know, his connection with Seals Grove Speedway. Um, he's been there a while. He's from Seals Grove. So, uh, you know, I've seen him in Bloomsburg a few times. And, uh, you know, just a lot going on, Rowdy. Um, I'll, you know, I'll keep you guys posted on what's coming up here in PA the next few weeks. Kyle, can't wait till uh, July the 20th with that. We, we head over to Port Royal again and all the other tracks that we circle around. Kyle, is there anything else you got before we close it out tonight? It's kind of 
It's going to be kind of a yeah, quick right. show, but hey, listen, I want to call again. Thanks again for getting landed on the show tonight. Yeah, I'm glad we was able to reschedule and, uh, you know, uh, we was able to do that. So I know his flight got delayed Monday night and kind of had to reschedule with Natalie. So uh, I'm just glad he's on and uh, I'm just glad uh, PA Speed Week is in full force. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here and uh, do all this again on mu- uh, Tuesday night. Kyle, on Tuesday. That's hard. That's just not a normal schedule for us. Hey, happy 4th of July, everyone. We're going to have a good one up on Smith Lake, Alabama. Harley, Alabama. Thanks, Rowdy. Thank you, Kyle. Hope y'all have a great fourth, Kyle. We'll talk before then, Kyle. Looking forward to Road America. I got some good photos from Road America. Hey, follow me on TikTok. I'm Kyle. I'm nine away from 10,000. Come on. Who's going to be 10,000? Who is going to be 10,000? Hey, y'all, good night.